your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now, this is uh, from the New York Times almost a clear month ago. I'm going to directly quote here. An activist farmer who was expelled from school twice for protesting the rule of the military direct, uh, dictator Park Chung-hee of South Korea died on Sunday as a result of injuries he sustained while opposing Mr. Park's daughter, President Park Geun-hye. Now, you know, when I read that on the surface, you might be taking away all these protest angles. But there's a key sentence there. As a result of injuries he sustained... While opposing Mr. Park's daughter, he was struck by a police water cannon last November, it goes on to say. But the official report from the hospital implied that uh, illness was the direct cause of death and the police have been demanding an autopsy with uh, the family actually blocking that process so far. And we can now bring in the daughter of late farmer Piknamgi Pikdoraji, who appeared previously on the show but for the first time now since her father's passing. And I'd like to say good morning to you, but also I'd like to send um, immense sympathies as well to you. Thank you. Um, now, I mean, this is a, an unbelievable situation. Uh, anyone who's been listening regularly to our show would know that I've been questioning the common sense of this, of this discussion even, because it seems so obvious that he was struck by a water cannon, went into a coma, and months later passed away. Can you take us back, though, to some of the controversy? Um, for example, when um, your father's condition became very critical, there were reports that police started um, visiting the hospital very quickly, for example. What was going on during those last few days and hours? Yes, um, my father passed away on Sunday, September 25th, but they began to send troops of police officers at least before Saturday. The word from the ICU to the funeral hall was already filled by the police officers while he was still dying. On that day, lots of concerned citizens came here to protect my father's body since the police had expressed their intention to demand a topsy on his body. Did you have any kind of apology from any member of the police force at any stage? No. Yeah, I mean, that, there was a little bit in the way of condolences at a press conference, but you didn't feel then that the police had really atoned... No, no. ...for, again, their direct use of a, of a water cannon at, at uh, high pressure, for that matter, as well. But um, we then had this situation which was also a bit weird. Uh, an autopsy warrant approved by Seoul Central District Court but requiring the uh, approval of family members, at least consultation with relatives. Uh, but then we had uh, police and prosecutors suggesting they could just go ahead with the autopsy anyway. Uh, what, why is it, do you think, that the police want this autopsy so badly? Mm, uh, please uh, they are demanding a top scene in order to water down their responsibilities. Um, in other words, they want to make the cause of my father's death look unclear. And my family accused the police of attempted murder of my father because his acute subdural hemorrhage was caused by the 
police water cannon. Now the suspected murderers want to conduct the autopsy on the victim's body by themselves to deny their charges by damaging the evidence. This idea of letting the suspect examine the victim's body does not make any sense at all from the first place. Yeah. And do you worry that um, if you don't agree with the autopsy that uh, that somehow the police will use that against you in a, in a legal case? Yes, I'm worried about that. Mm. But, but presumably also it would be very disturbing for you uh, to have this autopsy happen without your approval. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, at this point, I want to remind any of our listeners, if you want to send us in a, a show of support right now for Bek Toraji and, and her family, uh, the family of late farmer Pek Namgi, you can do so right now. Pounder Sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. Uh, we've got a message here right now saying, Dear Ms. Beck, do not give up the fight until those responsible are brought to justice. So, I, I mean, do, do you get a lot of comfort from public support? Yes. I, I mean, I, I, it must be very strange, the emotions that you're going through, because on the one hand, you're, you've got the heartbreak of losing your father, um, and on the other, you've got what is a national story, and, and you're at the front of it. Uh, yes. I mean, I mean let, let's talk about... Um, Seoul National University Hospital. Uh, the doctor said in, in national audit that Mr. Beck could have lived longer if the family hadn't refused uh, prolongation treatment. I mean, I know from speaking to you previously that the situation was very bleak for your father, medically speaking, but at the same time, um, you, you would presumably have done anything to bring him back to life again. So are you very offended by these claims um, that, that somehow you and your family members got in the way of mm. prolonging your father's life? Yes. Um, my family did not stop the prolongation treatment at all. And after all, it is illegal in Korea to stop an ongoing life-saving medical treatment. Uh, a family of a terminally ill person can only decide whether they would sign a document to agree to begin to use a life prolongation treatment such as CPR, uh, respirator, kidney dialysis, or anti-cancer drugs. And back in the day, he was sent to the emergency, emergency room. It was the doctors that said there is no need for such treatments, including CPR. After the brain surgery, they maintained that he would never recover and all that they could do more were to merely prevent him from getting worse. That means all we could do was to watch him who has no possibility of recovery. He was remaining in same misery for 317 days. And if there ever had been only any tiny chance of making him recover, of course, we would do, have done anything. Unfortunately, that was not the case, and we did not want to add even more pain to our father, who was already dying painfully. 
are you prepared now for what happens next? I mean, for example, if if the, if an autopsy was to be carried out forcefully and and for the legal repercussions, are are you doing anything to to prepare yourself? Um, a lot of Kansan citizens have come to the funeral hall to protect my father's body, and if the police should try to execute the autopsy warrant. Even though the court has made it clear that it does not allow the police to personally exercise it against our will, so we shall fight against them. Got another message here via text. I'll be praying for you and your family. I guess you've you've got a lot of prayers right now. I know that your your father um, had been part of a Catholic organization. Have you had? Um, a lot of support from the church in this as well? Yes. And and I wonder, you know, we're getting messages from the public to you. Do you have any particular message that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Um, thank you for all this support and please... Um, if there's anything that you want to say in Korean briefly, uh, you can also do that because we have a substantial Korean listenership. Uh, okay. Uh, 계속 관심 가져주시기를 부탁드리겠습니다. Okay. Well, thank you very much for taking the time yes. to speak with us today. Uh, we really are with you as far as we can be, but I, I just can't imagine what it must be like to go through the heartbreak of of losing your father and and having this turned into a, a political issue, turned into an issue of uh, question marks about an authoritarian regime, as some are calling now the government in response to this. So, um, and, and by the way, we also spoke with uh, Maya Kai, uh, UN rapporteur, who seems to be very much oh, yes. uh, sim- sympathetic towards your cause as well. So we'll we'll keep very close eyes on your story. Thank you. Pek Toraji, daughter of the late farmer Pek Namgi there, and uh, we'll continue to welcome any feedback from our listeners on this whole story. Uh, you can text us, pound sharp 1013 for 51 per message, but also tweet us anytime at EFM this morning.